And saying them aloud, like aloud, like walking in the street, a lot, like talking, like basically talking to myself, but really saying a prayer aloud. Yeah. Tell me one. Let me hear one. Okay, so like, uh, God, please heal my mind. Help me see this in a new way. Um, God, um, that that's the main one is the healing the mind, Beautiful. the healing the mind, and helping me see things in a new way. You know, that's mm-hmm. like the essence. The also like, please show me. You know, um, and guide me. You know, through the day. You know, versus the oh my god, what do I need to do? You know, this whole kind of like <laughs> have it scripted. I'm going here, so I need X, Y, and Z, and I need this script in case that you know, like all of that figuring out. Like it's exhausting. Hmm. Um. So that whole thing where it breaks the sound current, right? Because the disease is centered in my brain, you know? And so for me to be, what I think is so beautiful about what you shared is that you're in touch with your inner world and you're acknowledging it, which is for me in AA, it would be, it can sometimes be a mental masturbation where I'm all of a sudden slapping a fourth step and I'm in this whole story of resentment and I'm not feeling anything. Exactly. And if I don't do it to myself, I find an AA and something sponsors will do. Yeah, totally. Which is like, okay, let's look and see where you're wrong. Yep. Let's look and see what you could have done better. Yeah. Um, and that leads to just, okay, be in my mind. You know, like, where did I do? What could I have done? Oh, just like 40 lashings. Yeah. And don't change behavior based out of shame. I think you said that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is the, the, there's something in their reading that really is resonating for me. And it's this, um, talk of, um, as, as I continue to stay this path and work these tools and, you know, have more practice, more self-love, self-compassion, that there will be unexpressed grief that ends up getting released. And I've been acutely aware of that this week where there is some deep, deep, deep sadness. Um, And what I'm finding myself doing, I'm noticing, I'm not continuing on with that pattern of going in my brain, connecting dots. Oh, it's because of this and because of this. And, you know, and that whole where it takes me out of my body. Uh, And in my brain where nothing is really happening in there, you know, it's more story. It's a way of distracting myself and avoiding actual feeling. Right. And so what I try and do, you are exactly right on that. And what I try and do now is just all I have to do is observe. Like for now, I'm just telling myself, even if I do just go in my head and do the story, all I need to do is just observe that I'm telling myself the story. Like I'm not required to be in my body yet during those things because I'm I'm not there yet. And all I have to do is just to take a step back and listen to what story I'm telling myself. Yeah. Oh, gosh, this is such a process. You know, I part of me wants it, you know, be really quick. (laughs) And as with any of this stuff, it's never a one one and done it's you know there's ultimately for me has been multiple layers and facets and 
the patterns of me behaving and relating to myself in the world don't, it's taken a, a bit. Well, I have a question for you and let yeah. me know if you can relate to this is after a certain amount of time in AA and being what's called sometimes an elder statesman, an old timer, it is good to feel vulnerable again sometimes and to have the beginner's mind. And I have been going into these ACA meetings with, you know, decades in recovery and like, am I, can I say this? Like, what if I sat down? Oh, did I just, um, you know, touch their chair and are they going to be like, just this new vulnerability and, and fear, um, mm -hmm that I'm going to do it wrong. And I just find at my time and length and sobriety, I need that kind of thing. Oh my God. I, yes, 100. Like, you know, to continually learning, to continually go deeper. Um, what happens to me when I'm in those meetings is I actually hear, I'm in touch with my inner child and I hear everyone else's child because of the level of awareness and sharing. And it brings me nine times out of 10 to tears. And I think mm -hmm. it's that part of me that I have not necessarily acknowledged or paid attention to. Yeah, I can relate so much. I sit in those meetings and I get misty eyed every time. Mm -hmm. Because I realize I'm sitting with other human beings and all we want to do is be our true self. And we don't know how we got here where we weren't our true self, but we're all trying and we're all like accepting of each other that that's our purpose. And I do, I'll look around and it's like the one of those like snicker commercials or something. I just see eight year olds and, you know, grown up clothes sitting around the table and like being smiling at each other and trying to be very very cognizant of allowing other people to be their true selves. And it's so beautiful. And like, where else in the world is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a thing which we alluded to in another episode is, is the crosstalk is everyone is very focused on their, in their lane and in their realm. And I, I sense that from the meetings where no one's commenting or talking about it. They're literally focused on whatever the reading is and how it applies to them, which I find very um, comforting. Yeah, I find it off-putting because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize how much I was trying to manipulate others. Mm. And... In that room, it kind of sets up boundaries. It's like, kind of like your old tricks aren't going to suffice here. And I noticed when I listened to their speaker tapes, because I went to a couple of Zoom meetings and then I was listening to uh, speaker tapes or speaker podcasts. Yeah. And I noticed that some of the people were funny and had a sense of humor, but their talks weren't like they would have been in AA where it's just joke, 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 ha ha, funny, you know, and, yeah. then you. and they were more, there was more depth. There was more there, there. And yeah. I kind of put together like, oh, I can't get away with my old tricks of just doing my faux personality and make people like me and not have the intimacy here. Mm. 
I need to, I just wrote that down. I need to listen to the, I listened to one or two over COVID, but yeah. Um, the other question I had real quick for you is this thing about God, because there's a whole new cast of characters now. <laughs> You know, in AA, there was like the itty bitty shitty committee, a.k.a. my brain or, you know, um, my alcoholism, as it were, versus my heart, which, you know, I equate to my emotions versus my gut, which is more in my belly, you know, which is for me, the intuition, which is a promise of nine. We will intuitively know, you know, Um, and now there's a loving parent. There's a higher power. There's some people have two teens and I'm like, what the? There's a whole there's a whole family and you know what I mean? They're like I'm like they right. have specific ages. I was like, what I'm like, this is there's a lot of there's a whole cast of characters. And I was in a meeting recently where it was talking about the critical parent and the angsty teen and how they can sometimes be misconstrued as the same person, but they have different needs and they come from different places. And I was like, Oh my God, this is a lot. I co-sign on that. There it's a lot. And I'm not there yet. And the great news is I can respect it. I can hear these other people in the meetings and hear them talk about their four teens and all that. And (laughs) and it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? What's going on here? I don't know. I want to run out of the room. You people be crazy. And then part of me reads psychology books where the one that's really resonating now with all these psychologists is that we have parts of ourselves. And then it will name these different parts of ourselves. And I'm like, wait, so ACA has been doing so much stuff since 1976 that psychologists and scientists are just now be like, oh, you should actually have your inner voice be kind to yourself. You know, and it's like, um, so I just feel like they're on to something. And even if I'm not there yet and we haven't named all the parts and teenagers and grandparents inside of me. Um, then I'm still feel overall I'm in the right place, but I'm with you. I mean, that has actually been my growth is the perfectionist, you know, grid loving, color coding, you know, rule (laughs) abiding, you know, 12 stepper in me was like, oh, okay, great. You know, that's their journey. And okay, where am I? And this is perfect. I'm exactly where I am, you know, and to come from that loving place versus like, oh, we got to figure this all out now. Like, you know what I mean? Like they got to have names and what, you know, all of these things, what are they wearing? You know, all that. And it just was a thought that crossed my mind. And it was something that just easily left. You know, it was like, okay, great. And this is where I am right now today, you know? Um, Right. Right. So there's that awareness. Uh, We're down to our final five. Well, um, my question for you is, do you have the laundry list available? Ooh, I could pull it up actually. So, you know, there's, there's four of them, right? There's the laundry list. There's the other laundry list. And then there's the flip sides of both of them. Mm, well, so there's I four. Think... <laughs> okay. Well, I think, okay, this is what I'd love to do. Yes. Tell I'm me. Feeling, is you read the laundry list that most appeals to you and I'll read the laundry list that most appeals to me for our questions and then we'll link to this in the thing so other people can tell us which one 
they really relate to. And we are on Instagram at BCY Sponsor. So let us know which laundry list is yours. Okay, cool. So I can I pull this up? Let's oh yeah, I do have it. So I I I'm gonna read the other laundry list. Is that what you said? Okay. So the other laundry list is the one that I identify with. Do you want me to read the ones that I super identify with or just read the entire list? Let's just read the entire list. Okay, great. The other laundry list. One, to cover our fear of people and our dread of isolation, we tragically become the very authority figures who frightened others and caused them to withdraw. Two, to avoid becoming enmeshed and entangled with other people and losing ourselves in the process, we become rigidly self-sufficient. We disdain the approval of others. Three, we frighten people with our anger and threat of belittling criticism. Four, we dominate others and abandon them before they can abandon us or we avoid relationships with dependent people altogether. To avoid being hurt, we isolate and disassociate and thereby abandon ourselves. I could cry. <laughs> Five, we live life from the standpoint of a victimizer and are attracted to people who can manipulate and control uh, in our important relationships. Six, we are irresponsible and self-centered. Our inflated sense of self-worth and self-importance prevents us from seeing our deficiencies and shortcomings. Jumping in, jumping, because this is the same one I relate to, so I'll just do this. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Seven, we make others feel guilty when they attempt to assert themselves. Eight, we inhibit our fear by staying deadened and numb. Nine, we hate people who play the victim and beg to be rescued. Ten, we deny that we've been hurt and are suppressing our emotions by the dramatic expression of pseudo-feelings. Eleven, to protect ourselves from self-punishment for failing to save the family, we project our self-hate onto others and punish them instead. Twelve, we manage the massive amount of deprivation we feel coming from abandonment within the home by quickly letting go of relationships that threaten our independence, not too close. 13, we refuse to admit we've been affected by family dysfunction or that there was dysfunction in the home or that we have internalized any of the family's destructive attitudes and behaviors. 14, we act as if we are nothing like the dependent people who raised us. So good. Mm. Well, we highly recommend that you check it out. And I'll put a link uh, to the laundry list if you're interested in this type of thing or if any of this has resonated with you. And also, we're going to let everyone know that Sam and I agreed to do this till January and reassess. So this is what I think marriages should be like. I think every marriage should be like a car lease mm. and that you like check in and be like, okay, are you still happy? Are you still happy? Do you want to keep doing this? Is this fun? And so we just want to give our listeners the notice, like this could be too beautiful to live. So please share, like, subscribe, do all the things because all the things we love doing this and uh, your feedback helps. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, Misty. 
Thanks, Sam. And uh, hey, bitch. Call your sponsor. Call, sponsor. call, you call sponsor. your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com.